Crossing the highway late last night He should have looked left and he should have looked right He didn't see the station wagon car The skunk got squashed and there you are You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road Dead skunk in the middle of the road Well, welcome everyone to the Lighter Side with Robin Walder. Today's program is the lighter side of groin injuries. Yeah, you heard that right. Somebody's got to cover this topic. So I figured that I was the one. So it's just a little bit of a story, true story. And I I just let you know, I was interested in girls at a very early age. And so by the time I was 11, maybe 12, in middle school, girls were as much a subject of conversation as sports. They really were. One of my closest friends, Dave, and I, beginning beginning in seventh grade, we'd find out where a particular girl lived, and then after school would ride her bikes out to her house. Um, just to be fair here, we were never actually invited. We just did this on our own initiative. But invariably, these girls seemed to live in the country, so it was frequently a fair number of miles on dirt roads to get to their homes. But with a transistor radio strapped to the handlebars of my bike, tuned to uh, WGRD out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, we would head off in search of a defining relationship, yes. But along the way, we would discuss what we should do when we arrived. So would she come outside to greet us? And what would we say if she did? Hi, we're just passing by. Or uh, we just happen to be in the neighborhood. Or there's something really mature like, say, do you know the directions to your next door neighbor's house? Well, what we would say if instead of the girl coming out, her mother would come out. Um, Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. Would that be it? Well, maybe not so amazingly, well, actually never, no, not once, did any one of these girls, their mothers or their fathers for that matter, ever come out to ask why we were just riding around in circles on the dirt road in front of their houses, like the couple of dorks that we were. Well, no, after about a dozen figure eights, which to us apparently was some sort of a juvenile mating ritual, we assuaged our sense of rejection by concluding that, oh, she must not be home. Well, the fact was, she was never home. Of all the courting ventures that we launched, there were only two times do we not make it, though, to our intended destination. The first time involved a major wreck when screaming down a dirt road hill, this farmer's chicken flew into the spokes of my front wheel and sent me head over heels, and I was on the skids, uh, literally. I can testify the chickens really can run around with their head cut off. That much I know, and I can also testify that um, that day I wasn't in any condition to run around even with my head on. But the other time Dave wasn't able to go, I conjoled cajoled, I guess that's not conjoled, cajoled, my friend who I will call Don to protect his uh, privacy to go with me. Of course, uh, you know, I omitted omitted telling Don that every previous trip, without exception, 
proved to be an abject failure. But on the way out of town, on our bikes, nature cold, and into the woods we went. Now, while I was busy eliminating a patch of chickweed with my own special version of Agent Orange, Don took up a position to eradicate apparently some poison ivy over near a fence. When uh, breaking the ritual silence normally associated with such an activity, he started screaming. And I'm thinking, was it a snake? Worse yet, did he just see the girl go by that we were going out to see and try to impress? No, Don had actually taken a whiz on an electric fence. Water conducts electricity and maybe more so with an abundance of nitrogen and phosphorus in the conduit. I, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. But no more cajoling, uh, only consoling at this point. This is one of those male injuries that nothing but time can address. Well, Don only thought that nature was calling. Little did he know that nature would actually attack him that day. But if it had only happened much closer to the girl's house, I could have brought the wounded to her right to her front door, right? I mean, I could um, go up to her house and say, I've got a, the, this friend of mine, Don, he's been injured. It might have been the only way to actually be invited into her house. But alas, how would I have explained the injury? Uh, my friend just whizzed on an electric fence. Uh, has actually never been a really great pickup line. But I know what you're thinking, because on occasion I will reference Scripture in this. You might be thinking, what's the biblical application of this story? I'm not really sure, except, but you might try Deuteronomy 25, 11, and 12, because in an interesting passage, God doesn't look lightly upon the intentional infliction of injury done to the groin of the male. So don't laugh at what is supposed to be comedic in movies and on TV. Of course, this wasn't intentional. It was an accident, and given time to recover, Don and I eventually joked about it, albeit only between ourselves. But I can say this, Don never went with me again, and I certainly couldn't blame him. And frankly, over the years, I lost track of Don and where he went. But to the best of my knowledge, I don't think Don ever had any children. From the lighter side, this was Walter out.